inaugural episode of Bards of Gaming. I'm Elijah Fish. This is music by Amélie Buita. Amélie has scored an impressive range of game projects. She's done sound design, music and sound recording, mixing, implementation. I'm so happy she agreed to join me for an interview. in just a moment. She shares her experience with the various game devs she's worked with and what it was like to bring the music and the sound of those games to life. Before we begin, though, huge shout out to the two women who inspired me to start this podcast, namely Emily Reese, host of Level with Emily Reese, and Kate Remington, host of Music Respawn. They've been doing an incredible job at showcasing game composers and their work both those podcasts are veritable gold mines of information and interviews on video game music. If you're at all interested in game music and you haven't checked them out, I urge you to do so. So yeah, big shout out to them. Thanks, Emily and Kate. Now you'll hear from Amélie as she shares her stories as composer and sound designer in the game scene here in Montreal. Thanks for listening. So, Emily, why don't we start with just a little bit about you? Like, what's who is Emily Buita? What's your origin story? Okay, so as you can, I don't know if you can say or not, but I have an accent. I'm from France. <laughs> I start music when I was like six year six years old. I start with uh, music uh, theory. Then I start playing bassoon. Then I did orchestra and a lot of music chamber and a lot of stuff like this. And when I was 12, I I dreamed to be a member of the uh, Berlin Orchestra. And uh, when I was 16, the music school said to me, yeah, no, uh, you're never going to be a big, big musician in Berlin Orchestra. You don't have enough talent. Uh, do something else with your life. Ouch. Yeah, <laughs> it was like heartbreaking for me. But at the same time, it opens a lot of stuff. Because I was like, okay, if I want to work with audio, but I can be a musician, what can I do? So first I start to dig in uh, music radio, like, okay, maybe I can be a critic, but I don't really like the stuff. So I went to musicology to have like, I don't know, like some basics in analy uh, analyze and other stuff. Mm -hmm. And one day uh, in the university, I passed a corridor and there was a big 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 um, print like uh, do you want to study in Canada and I was like hey why not I don't know what to do with my life why not going to Canada and there was this this uh, scholarship about music and movies so I start with this one I went to one year to learn how to do music for movies and screenplay and other stuff like this and there was like two hours a week when we talk about video games and it seems like a revelation for me it was like okay i play video games since since forever because my parents are both geek and <laughs> and i love music and it was like 
Yes, it's what I want mm -hmm. to do. So I start my study again. I go back to uh, Université de Montréal. I start to do uh, digital music there and learn how to make music for video game and sound design. And since then, I try to work in the industry. Man, that's so cool. So you grew up as a gamer. Yeah. Is there any particular game soundtracks throughout your life? Any favorites, that sort of thing? Uh, well, obviously, uh, all... All um, Final Fantasy music mm -hmm. are like, no boo. yeah, master, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I, I mean, yeah, you, you can beat him. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> actually, most of my favorite music are Japanese style. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, I'm playing Nino Kuni too, mm -hmm. and uh, Joey Zaishi. His music is like wonderful too. And uh, mm -hmm. most of the time, it's Japanese music yeah. I listen. Like right now, it's uh, in my mind when you say to me music for video games, I have the soundtrack of Nier Automata, I have the soundtrack of uh, every Final Fantasy, I have the soundtrack of most of of uh, Dragon Quest too. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So big JRPG fan. Yeah. 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 Maybe too much. <laughs> Impossible. Yeah. Nobu is like the prime example yeah and he seems like such an amazing guy yeah so... I, I went to a, um, a Dissidia concert okay. like Final Fantasy concert awesome, and everything yeah. and yeah. I think it was for the 20 years of the franchise and Nobuo was invited in the concert. and it's it's so much fun to see him on stage because mm -hmm. he was dancing he was making the, uh, the public uh, uh, singing and applauding it was like it seems to be such a fun guy and just to be around him like even with distance you're like so much positivity and some mm -hmm. stuff like this so, so yeah cool, yeah so you did some film scoring or film score school kind of thing yeah what i, I did some like? film scoring but it was mostly at university yeah. i never had uh, the chance to do for movies were like in uh, cinema or other stuff most of them were like short movie and it's not something I really enjoy doing. It's nice because obviously it's a, it's an experience not everybody can have. And I had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, but most of the time, a screen is like fixed. And I miss the the puzzle in my mind to, to, to think about music who can be played like in random number of stuff and ways and things will can happen uh, it's too much like image to image to image mm -hmm. when you do music for video games it's most likely to be okay if my player is, is this place and i don't know there is like some way to teleport in another random place how can i do for the music to go together to stay uh, sharp to stay inside one of them and in movies you don't have this type of question mm -hmm. it's like you go to a scene you go to another one ambiance is totally different and yes you have to think about having like some continuity but not so much as having the discontinuity in the video games and other stuff so i like it but i didn't really enjoying it it's too much not intimacy but if you have a bad relationship it's broken you can do anything. It's just no buy, and I hope your project go well. But when you do video games, it's it's you have problem with one person. It's okay. There is multitude to 
to talk about. Um, maybe this person doesn't have the, the stuff for you to talk about and doesn't have response for you, but maybe someone else on the project can help you more or know more about your stuff you need to do. Do you, do you find it a much more, say, collaborative? Yeah, video games is more collaborative. Mm -hmm. So when you have like three, four person in one project at the same time and each of them have the same amount of authority on the project, yeah, of course there's going to be some fight. But there is a multiple way to, to talk and to decide what to do next. Um, for me, it's a way too, to evolve. Like, sometimes you need some confrontation to find the good ID. And sometimes it works and sometimes it's bad. But when you know how to work with confrontation, everything can be perfect. Mm -hmm. But it's some stuff I need to learn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what was your introduction into game audio? What was the, the early days? For okay. Which, what was that like for you? Uh, the early, early days was like a school project. Uh, the name of the game was uh, Rocket... I don't remember the name. It was like an um, exchange between uh, Université de Montréal and Polytechnique. So there was four guys who like learned to code, who make a game. Uh, it was inspired by uh, uh, Le Petit Prince. Okay. So <laughs> it was a guy on some planet who needed to jump to find some flower and a fuel for his rocket ship. And... Uh, I remember it was it was fun because I was in, in, in class and there was a lot of project, but not enough project for all the people in the class. So we had to pitch who we were. And and I remember the teacher saying, OK, we have this project with Le Petit Prince. And uh, OK, Amélie, you do the music. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was looking to me. He was like, you know, you can smile. It's good. Uh, and I was too shocked to be like, oh, my God, I was chosen. <laughs> what? Because I, I feel, I felt like I was maybe, you know, uh, an imposter or something like this. Because most of the people in the classroom were already uh, composer, already made music for the stuff. And I was just a beginner at the time. So it was a little like shocking. But at the same time, I was so full of joy. And I started working on the music and like it was the Little Prince. So Little Prince is well known in France mm, and the stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's a classic. So I had a really soft music to go with them and everything. And we sent the music because I was working with another guy. We did the, uh, the sound design and the mix. And uh, and we send the music, we send everything and other stuff. And the day they present the game, uh, surprise, the music was one of Mario Galaxy. <laughs> they didn't put anything within them. So we'd never see the game truly done. So it was my first time I did a video game. <laughs> and a few years later, uh, I did a bigger one whose name was uh, Surprises. was like four worlds in the game and most of them were like fire world, uh, death world, uh, uh, winter world and some stuff like this so we 
we separate them. And I start music for the deaf world and uh, the window, wisdom world. And <laughs> when I gave my music, I remember one of the, the, the guy who worked on the game was like, wow, it's so much Final Fantasy inspired. <laughs> when the other guy who makes the song was more like Game of Thrones inspired. Okay. So it, it was like two worlds combined. <laughs> some problem on this game. Uh, most of them were communication skill. We had some disagreements okay. and I was not mature enough to understand like when you have disagreement, you go to a, a, a room and you talk with this person. <laughs> we always forget like we're not just working on our computer in a little room and everything. We work with people and social skill is important. And uh, yeah, this one, one of my, it was a victory because when the game went uh, online, it was pretty well done. The music was inside, yeah, the sound effect really was inside. Cool. Like it looks style, really cool. Yeah. It seems like a really it's a real smart game. narrative too. Like it's, yeah. it's, can you tell us a bit about what the game is? Uh, so basically, it's, it's a, a, yeah, it's a slash. Mm -hmm. Uh So you play a guy who was like in the uh, crusade mm -hmm. and he dies. And they've come to him and say, okay, you know, there is a lot of war. It's because we have four gods. We're we all fighting for the control of humanity. There is me, death, and I want you to be my champion and defeat the war god, the wisdom god. And uh, the other one was like wild god. I don't remember exactly. And you go to one world after another and you beat some champion for all of the gods. But... On the way around, you understand why well, maybe you're not really like the good guy and you need to figure out why you do this and when and other stuff. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So it was an epic game mm -hmm. and uh, we, there was like 50% on the game and 50 students, there's, it was like the school project to finish the, the program and the game went pretty well. So we did all the sound design inside and it was fun because you have like this uh, magic world. Sorry, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not so sure about when you, how to say the word sword. Yeah, like a sword. <laughs> yeah, this one. In EP, right? Yes. And level two, it was like with some magic inside. Level three was like fire in the in, inside, and level four was like so magical. Okay. It was uh, it was so cool. each one of them had his sound, was like make combo yeah, yeah. and other stuff. And uh, yeah, it was really fun. And it's when you have also to think like, okay, I have a monster, but I need a sound for the monster when he died. I hear the sound when when he's hit. I hit. Uh, I need one when he hit, but he defend himself. I need one when he evade. I need one when he attack. I need one when I, I jump the attack. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, it's one monster, but it's like 50 sounds or something <laughs> like this. Yeah. And it's so much fun. Was there any interesting or different source material that you had to drop on to get those sounds? Um, 
I learned how to make like flying bat okay. with some clothes. Okay. Uh, it was one of the stuff really, really nice. Uh, I learned, um, I don't remember exactly how I did this, but most of the time I learned to work with, uh, with Unity a little, because uh, sometimes when you need to, to like see the sound inside, how it works and everything, or how the sound loop. So it was one of the stuff I learned a lot with, with that. Uh, in music, it was more, it was more a basic view. It was just like, one track, looping, and everything. Uh, I work with voice. It mm -hmm. was one of the first projects I had to, we had to record voice and work with the voice and how you put them inside and how you make them shine and other stuff. And, uh, this one too, we had some problem because we have a record room, but we didn't pay enough intention inside. And there was like, uh, some metal bar inside to put some musical sheets and everything. And, uh, when we record them with the, um, the room inside and we, when we listen, we didn't hear anything. But we record everything. But when I was with the material at my house on my big, uh, speakers. Yeah, okay. speakers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you, you hear everything on speakers, I hear this. And it was a metal right, right, on right. the record room. And we basically had to, to do everything okay. back. Yeah. So there's, <laughs> it was like, there's no way to surgically No. <laughs> you you can at some point, but not everything. So yeah. now it become one of my check. Check the room. Check mm -hmm. everything inside is like well uh, well put and there is not too much stuff and even if you're not sure, just get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so yeah, it was a learning experience too. <laughs> Definitely. And so you've done some, not only some voice recording, you've done some music recording too. Was, um, was it the sort of film noir? Yeah. Uh, uh, Barbara Forest? Yes. It was like a, cool. a point and click yeah. detective story about uh, a guy uh, who was like in an apartment and some woman was, was uh, murdered and you need to, to, to bring some, uh, some clue to find how she was killed and the ambience was really really like uh, like some Elinoir little mm -hmm. and uh, the music was made by uh, by someone else uh, it was a school project mm -hmm. too and is uh, a, a good composer it they want something like jazz music i'm not I don't do jazz. It's not my, my forte. So he made all the music. And it's great. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah very it's cool. really nice. And, uh, so and it's we got the music. It's all in French, right? It's all in French. It's all in French. Thank you. 
this too with, uh, with, with a friend of him who worked for Radio Canada. And uh, so its narrative is really, really good. And uh, yeah, the music, we were like, okay, we, we want some stuff. It was made in WISE, so we had like more opportunity to play with interactivity. And uh, we start by, uh, by looking for some musician because it's a jazz quartet. So we were like, no, we can't, we can't have MIDI inside. It's only yeah, it's not great for it's jazz. Not, it's, not gr- it's not great. It's too much like uh, rigid and jazz need to breathe. So we put some, um, <laughs> some poster in music school, like, uh, okay, we are looking for some quartet. And, uh, and at this time I had the key to the record room. So it was like, okay, it's perfect. We need to find someone and, and, a quatuor call us and say, "Okay, we want to do the music. If you uh, if if you want, we we can we can play for you." So we're like, "Yes, okay, we'll do this." And my teacher always say to me, "Even if it's a free project, you need to treat well your musician." Definitely. So we bake them some food. <laughs> we bring some beer. So we don't have any money to give them because we don't make any money with the game, but. You know, just having some stuff to offer, even if it's just so small, like pizza, beer, and some some food, yeah, it's like it okay, thank you for coming, yeah. and yeah. Uh, it's always appreciated. Yeah, we had like a, a bass, um, trump- trumpet, mm-hmm. piano, drums, mm-hmm. and the last one was um, uh, cello. Nice. Not cello. Contra. Contrabass. Contra yeah. yeah, and uh, bigger cello. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, we we recorded it in one day, I think, something like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really a fun experience. Nice. Yeah. You mentioned you used WISE for that project. Was there a heavy amount of dynamic no, or No, it, it was really, really soft rise. It, mostly it was because we want some control with the clue. Because there was three clues, like really, really, really important to find. Most of the time, I want to use WISE because there was a lot of clue you can click. And by Unity, just having the control of when the, the f- sentences cut and you can start the other one, it's a little complicated. It was like, okay, you, for example, you click on, on the door, on the, um, yeah, the door, the door open, you go inside the room and there is like some, I don't know, like some smoke and you click on the smoke and the guy was, oh, there is some smoke inside, da, 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 da. But if you click there and you want to click on something else, it was like, oh, there, okay, also, okay. But right, because, weird cuts. Yeah, yeah, weird cuts, because you can click everywhere. So if you were, <laughs> and in Unity, I didn't find how to have control on this, hmm. but I had in Wise, <laughs> I, I can choose exactly where I want the sentences to cut. So even put some, like some space between the sentences and having something more enjoyable Mm -hmm. and listenable more natural natural sound yeah yeah Yeah. you can set kind of the exit cues yeah but we did everything in wise and a week before the project ends we receive a mail saying ah yeah we don't know how to make wise and unity so we're gonna do everything in unity so I, I needed to, to do everything back for Unity. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, it's the idea of the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, have you had to learn a, a bit of code to be able to integrate sound and music? Uh, not really. I learned code a little, but it's mostly because I have 
um, some program to learn how to make music with code. So mm. I started this. It was really nice. That sounds cool. Yeah, it <laughs> was uh, with Python and uh, inside. And uh, I discovered there is some, some um, engine to make video games with Python. So it's like win-win. Cool. <laughs> so I start to code a little and now I can code for other stuff like video games. So it's nice. I learned some like basic stuff to to put Ys inside, but sure. most of the time it's like copy and copy paste yeah. on some website <laughs> or sure. forum you, you found. It's nice to learn why you need to do it, but do you exactly need to understand everything? Not so sure for what I want to do. But learning code is one of my uh, priority right now a little because more and more I see people want to, to hire audio programmer. And I don't know, maybe it's something I would like to try at one point in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely a great skill. Chromatos, can you tell us a bit about that? Uh, Chromatos, it was uh, just next after uh, Solarises. One of the programmers was working with uh, Martin Chapuis, who is the artist in, uh, behind Chromatos. And she had some problem with the guy who made the sound. And uh, he said, oh, you know, we have some girl who does the music on Solarises. And uh, we start talking to each other uh, like that. And yeah, the, the story on Chromatos was really nice. It's like, okay, you are like this triangle, white triangle, and all the colors in the world have disappeared and you need to find them. And uh, you need to, to work to find the blue, the red, the green. And each time you do something, you um, you discover some some part of the story in form of uh, some comics and everything. And more you go, more you discover like, okay, but there is two colors in the world, the black and the white. And more you become white, less there is black, but the more there is black, less there is white, but each of you hit the color of the world. And it's, it was really interesting story. And it was like a puzzle game with some action inside. Well, action, more like an arcade game, sure. basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, you needed to avoid some, some piece of, of color who can hit you and some stuff like this. And yeah, I don't remember. How exactly we we put the music? We want something like more arcade, but at the same time, more action. It was a little different of what I was used to do because, as I say, I was a big, big, big Nobuo Uematsu fan. Mm -hmm. So most of my music want to sound like him, and this one was more little. I don't know to say more intimist. Okay. Not so yeah. much instrument, a lot of electronic yeah, yeah. inside. Yeah, it has a cool electronic flair yeah. to it. And uh, so it was really different and I need to dig a lot. So electronic music, well, I need to, to go back to some of my basics, which like was Daft Punk and other stuff. Nice. But it doesn't really sound like Daft Punk or electronic for me. It's more like some hybrid be between what I like and what I, I explore. And s But rhythm is more important. Rhythm is like, okay, it need to have something inside. And the week, like some stuff in drums and everything was really a challenge. I know there is some stuff you need to do with your arm, not be too big cross and other <laughs> stuff. And I know that. I know you... you you need to have some jump between uh, the, the terms, time and everything. And when you do that in MIDI, it's like really complex. 
because it can really sound natural, but it's so easy to sound like some machine. Mm -hmm. It was like where I struggled a lot. How to find the right amount between what you can automatize, what you can, how much force you put inside, and even doing it. Because it's not the same to having a drum. So I was in my room, I just put a recorder, and I clapped my hand. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I would like to sound like this. And I start clapping, clapping, or I just use like some stuff and tap on my desk with it. And then I put inside the music and I start to play with the drum MIDI and put them when I did my clap on my record. And then I start to play the music and then I start to build something. But I start with the rhythm most of the time. So it's, it's why it's like simple. And at the same time, I can put something more about me with the, the chorus and the stuff. Most of the time I start with the melody and then I build my harmony inside. And most of the time there is a lot of theory who go inside and I think about, okay, if I want this by theory, I need to have this type of accord. I need to have this type of, uh, of cadence and everything. And then I try this. And if I don't like, I start to change inside and build. So I work my music as I work my rhythm before anything else. I record something with my voice. I record something with my bassoon. And then I start to build with the keyboard. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about the Frontier? Frontier. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, it, it's a game jam game. Right, right. Mm -mm. You did the music? I did the music. And it, there's some cool percussion in it. style was very very cool it won some prizes I think, it, it right? won, yeah it's uh, it's a game jam who, who were made in france mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's a real game jam because it's an internet game jam so you don't see people and uh, the bit the, the the goal was to to put people in different countries to work together and we want a game uh, at the beginning it must it was not uh, a bird the character was some family we need to run between the mine to go in some safe place, like away of the war. But it was a little too much to do in only 24 hours. So we start with the bird. We want to, 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 to flee uh, the war zone to be somewhere when they can have peace and liberty. And the music needed to like to have some stress inside, but not so much because even if it's a war game, I mean, you don't want to be like too much stress when you play and everything. So it was a little hard because we need to, to speak with each other, mostly in Skype. Right. Uh, we are not all speak the same amount of languages. So, so we have like some French English mix up. <laughs> And they talk in some Arabian between them, I mm -hmm. think. And so, yeah, it was a little art to put something together and to be sure about what's happened and everything. It was the first time I work with, um, uh, with Turtle, which is, um, FTP stuff, FTP right, stuff right. yes. And, uh, it was the first time I, I, I worked with that, which was 
also an experience in itself. So <laughs> it was it was like okay, you're comfortable at home, you're in your house, but at the same time you're learning so much stuff to do, like in long distance stuff is not so easy. You need to talk about okay, I need the music for 5 p.m. Yeah, but 5 p.m. for you, for me, right, for right, friends, right. for for whom, and uh, so it was it was a nice experience mm-hmm. at the end, and we won some prize about uh, distance. How we talk about the distance in our game, and uh, and uh, and we were one of the team more far away of each other. It was a, a nice game jam. So, Emily, having done music sound for such a range of different games, yeah. what, what have you learned, would you say? Um, I learned I couldn't do it. When I, f- I first do it, I was like really, really fresh. It was like I never composed in my life. I never did sound design and everything. But I learned it's not, it's not so strange. I learned I can do it. And I can learn again, always, like every project is a new way to learn something um i know i know more about how to make my schedule it's like so much important to know what you're gonna do like just having a list of the song you need having a list of the music you need and how they want it because sometimes if if you met a team and they're like oh you, you can do whatever you have <laughs> uh, it's white card for you we have trust in you it's bullshit. Okay. Okay. You you start to posing question a lot of question. Mm-hmm. Ask. Asking is always a good way to do. You need to ask like, okay, what is your inspiration? What the, where does the game come from? Uh, when do you did you have this idea? Because sometimes it's just okay. I was working on the the street and oh, I had idea of a game. <laughs> but it's not it's not always like this. It's because they saw something before and like something else and so. Digging, learning to digging and asking the right question to the programmer and the team is always, always important. Um, more you do some project, less you spend time to asking the question because you already know what you need to ask. So having them on the paper, like if the first time you meet them, you bring a piece of paper, you have your question inside with some blank space and you start to put them inside. And you ask them what they like, what they want, what they imagine. Uh, do they have like any inspiration in YouTube? Because they're going to send you inspiration in YouTube. I have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of projects who were like project and never came much more than project on paper. Because... I had some problem with the team because the team was not really prepared. I had a lot of email was like, oh, do you want to make my music? I'm starting a team. And when you start asking the question, the question you have at the beginning, okay, what comes the frame? What is the story of the game? What is the gameplay? They're like, oh, I don't know. We can speak about this. No, it's not a project. It's someone who have a dream, but don't have the, the way to realize that. Yeah. And and you can stay because you do music. So it's nice to be at the beginning of the project. But what are you going to do? It's like, no, you're going to be here and waiting for some stuff to happen. And maybe you're going to be like, oh, I already have this project. I need to wait because if they have something, I need to work with them. But at the same point, you're going to miss some other stuff. So I learned to say no of some of them because 
you need to learn to say no. You can say yes to everything. I learned that a lot. <laughs> that was, um, I learned that the hard way also. <laughs> yeah. I learned to make contracts because uh, sometimes you work for someone and you do music and it's nice. You have the passion and, and the people work with the friend and everything is nice. And then one day you discover the game is on Steam and people buy the game and you don't have any contract to asking for money. So you're like, okay. What do I do now? So you contact your friend like, hey, I saw the game is on Steam, but you know, we never talk about this and everything. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's on Steam. Uh, okay, thank you for your help. Bye. And then you're going right. to never see him again. No big deal. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. So no, I know you need to ask. Also, okay, it's it's a commercial project, it's a benevolent project. And what do I need to do? And I don't say don't work for free. I mean, obviously, it don't work for free. But sometimes free is not having money. Sometimes it's more about uh, because you trust the person. I don't say it's gonna work, but sometimes you want you want to to gamble on them and say, okay, I'm gonna do for free for you, but next time it's gonna cost you money because next time you're gonna have money, and we can build a relationship between us between. Oh, you do the game. Oh, I do the music. And more and more you go, more and more you have trust in each other. And it's great. Sometimes it can't work like this. But again, you don't work for free the first time. You work on the promise it's going to be something else. And you work on the promise. Sometimes it's going to give you money because it's going to have the work. It's not free. If you work free for free, no. But working for something else. Or sometimes it's just one of my friends she became a friend because the first time I was working with her was for a school project. And uh, we, we start to have like, we start to have some fun with each other. And then she went to some uh, movie school. I did the music for his movie. She made some, some stuff for my website. I did some music for some events she had with Halloween and other stuff. And she did for me some, it's like an exchange mm -hmm. of, totally, yeah. of capacity and capability. And she made me a lot of logos. She made me some stuff like this. And if I went to pay someone to make me, it's going to be too much for me, but I do some music for her. She made some heart yeah. for me. So it's a win-win situation. A rapport, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it can work too. So I learned all of this. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I learned how to do my game doc. Not, not some game doc you use because some big sound designer, composer make his game doc like this and you want to do it like the same way. It's nice. It's a nice way to, to begin, mm -hmm. but... I start to customize but for what I want and what I like and how I do my music and everything. Uh, I start to, to, to listen to myself, to be like, okay, I work like four hours on this. I can't anymore. I need to sleep. I, I, I learn to make a schedule and to be like on top of this and be like, okay, I'm going to work like this. It's the way I do it. And it's great and it's good. And I need to feel good about myself. It's not because I have work. I can't enjoy playing video games next next few hours because you need to vent a little of this. Definitely, yeah. Mm. That is some sound advice. Yeah. In more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Can you tell us a bit about 12 bis? There is a Doosbis. Yeah. That uh, is a cool game. Yeah. Uh, point and click game. Yeah. It was made with a full team of women. Uh, it was a game nice. jam too. Yeah. It was for the creative jam in uh, Centre Nade. And uh, 
it was uh, basically it was inspired by uh, Vendredi 13. Yeah, um, Friday the 13th. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, it was so. Most of the of the game were like um, spooky stuff and everything, and this one was more. They the girls want to to have something more um, interactive because the game need to play on the, on a tablet, and basically you you go to a hotel, and because it's a Friday the. So, sorry. 13th, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have like this door who open on a new, uh, new, um, whom nobody knew and you need to escape from there. And the game is like a cooperative game. So one on the uh, people on the screen have some type of clue and the other one has some other clue and you need to work together to find them. So the music is really like some lounge music mm -hmm. and really, really like slow because you need to think. So you don't want to be stressed, even if it's some in spooky elements and you are trapped and everything. It's a point and click. Point and click don't need to be like rushing in the music. It's more like puzzle game. So mm -hmm. you need to it's think. you in the zone. Kinda. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I love the music in that game. It's got kind of a... Like you say, lounge, there's something a little spooky about it, though. Yeah, like yeah, under yeah. Under the surface. It's like a hint of something spooky going yeah. on. Yeah, and the first time I did the music, I was like uh, in the eighty BPM, something like this. Okay. And another composer was like, uh, was here, uh, uh, Medat, came, listened, and said to me, Medat. Yeah. Yeah, I know Medat. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he, he, he listened. If he said, yeah, if he said, no, it's too, it's not slow enough. You need to like take everything and put everything. 60 or even 50 BPM. Okay. <laughs> and I did, and it was like, oh yeah, <laughs> it was right. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it, it, effectively, it's, it's more nice and more like puzzle game, mm -hmm. really slow like this. So yeah, yeah. I, I thank him. So is that probably the slowest yeah. BPM you've done for a game? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time I'm more like uh, 80, 90, okay. sometimes even 100. Yep. I, I like when it's a little more speedy. Mm -hmm. So it was like, 40? You're sure? But it's so slow. It was like, yeah, trust me, you can do it. Nice. Like, Thanks, Medhat. Okay. Big shout out to Medhat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked a little bit about your, your composition process that you had on different games, starting with the melody, starting with the rhythm, that sort of thing. But can you talk a bit more about what, what your composition process is like or what software you use? Okay. Uh, most of the time I work in Reaper mm -hmm. because it's cheap. I've heard it's great. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's really easy to use. And, uh, most of the time I like to listen to what others do because 
as I say, I'm more classical music no way fan. So sometimes when someone say to me, oh yeah, I want something like uh, Mega Man music and other stuff, I don't really play Mega Man. I never truly play Mega Man. I don't really know the music. When I listen to music, I'm like, oh yeah, this, okay. But it's like, okay, not not always my comfort zone. So when it's not my comfort zone, I need to dig a lot. I do a lot of research. I do a lot of what are the stuff people like in this. Okay, he asked me to do music like Silent Hill. What what he like in Silent Hill? What is important inside? What do I like in mm-hmm. Silent Hill? What do I want to use? Um, and there was this game I did in some uh, game jam too, which was like uh, a puzzle one. It was in in Game Jam Zero for Jam Nation, and uh, it's it, you you were tra- trapped in some sort of town with nothing inside. And uh, already it, sounds a little Silent Hilly. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, well, it, it's funny because the first time I, I tried to use it, I was more not so much in Silent Hill. The idea was more about uh, some mysterious area, and with the music, it sounds more like some mysterious, but dangerous a little freaky area <laughs> and and when I did the music I was like hell no I'm not so sure I don't know but inside the game it worked um, it's one of the stuff I know too so sometimes you're not sure but when it's in the game it's like oh yeah mm. it's it's what it needs so it's okay I can keep this and uh, you need to try a lot um, so yeah but it was not really what I know how to do so research research is really one of the first thing I did it's really like, you know, everything did, does it when you when you you you're looking for character artists. The first thing they do is putting together like some book about color they want, about uh, uh, the ID they want. If it's in specific era of time, uh, they start to to looking for some architecture and other stuff. I did the same. Uh, I have my uh, my little uh, my little. I have some book. And I write inside, okay, so this this game is medieval fantasy. They want some music dance. Most of the time when you're in this area, it's like a lot of violin, a lot of this and this and this. And I start, I put like all the instruments I have and I start to to choose and I start to say, okay, I want more this color and this color and this color. And then when I'm pretty sure what, what choice I want, I start working on Reaper. There, I start to to put some melody inside. What I, I sometimes it's just random stuff. I just want to 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 try like some some uh, improvised music, and sometimes I already know what I want, so I have some stuff I can start to read, written and everything. Then when I have my melody, I start to see how I can cut inside, what I can do, what I can like put something and start finding more melody about this. And then I start to harmonize. And when everything is harmonized, I start to orchestra a little. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, maybe I don't need having all my orchestra here. Maybe just one or two can be good. And maybe this and maybe that. I, I try to... I try a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Most yeah, of the time... Of yeah, it's a lot of experiments. It's like, okay, if I had some... 
if I had some violin here and I cut the bass, what does it do? No, I don't like it. I need to put something else. And and it's why it's wonderful having like some computer and other stuff like this. It's because you don't have to have an orchestra to play with it and make them start and dig some stuff. And you can just do it with your computer. So I'm not always so sure about what I want. And a good way to figure it out is trying so it most of the time is what I do. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I start to cut everything and I start to put them on wise and I put them on random and I listen. And if I see something I don't like, I go back to research because research is everything mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. So game audio, game music is obviously such a fun, exciting field. Yeah. And it's come a long way in the past 10 years or so even. Like, do you have any theories about maybe the future of game audio and what we might start seeing more of? Um, more and more, when I go to uh, to some conference and other stuff, more and more people speak about specialization. I think it came bef- uh, with the VR because you can move your head and everything in the song. So more and more I see people start speaking about specialization, which I think is really, really cool. So you mean not specialization, but spatialization? Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So in VR, sound coming from everywhere in 360, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, I saw more and more speakers about this, like, okay, how can, how can we uh, can we use it to make the sound really, really sharp and really, really like, okay, if, if it's some sound is at you, uh, your left and you want to move your head, or can you do really this in video games and not taking all the space of everything else because it's a lot of code and everything and everything. Uh, and most of the time, I, I don't know, I mean, how to make stuff living. You know, like when you, when you take like some environment, like some game as Assassin's Creed or some other stuff, I mean... It's really recent here, then you can have a way of playing the game and you are in some area and the sound is like, he's here, but at the same time, he's not really here because you are just in the nice forest and everything of the sound is, is like random, but at the same time, it seems real. It's, it's, you, you, you couldn't have this in like 10 years and mm. some stuff like this. So it's the stuff I find most and more interesting to do. Mm. It's like, how can you have some big, big area of, of, um, of sound, which seems like so real and you don't even pay attention right. to have it. And so it's the stuff I like to dig inside too and be like, okay, how can I do this? Without mm-hmm. being so much like fictive or or like too much present, some games don't do it well right now. Uh, I play a lot of of stupid game online. It's it's like my my Steam account is like three hundred games. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I didn't play everything, but uh, right now I was um, right now like some month ago I was playing uh, Dream Daddy okay. because everybody was talking about this so dating simulation with with dad inside and at some point you have like this nice romantic experience and you are in the forest and suddenly the loop is broken inside and I was like oh, <laughs> my immersion is like okay, totally yeah. broken because you have a it's like what? <laughs> so it's it's the stuff I think I don't think it's gonna disappear, but I really wish it's gonna be. And um 
I think we have a lot of work to do, not only in music and technique, but also uh, to to the player, to some people to understand what sound design is. Because right now in review, we have the music who has score. The sound design is not, and it's almost as important, even more, I, I want to say. Sure, yeah. Because the music, of course, it's nice and everything, and of course, music is important. But when you have some games who who like Far Cry and some stuff in the real ground, if you put the music off, the game is not the same. It's not like so sharp focus. It's more like I'm living the game. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. think we're gonna dig this a little more. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's- the soundscape of a game is so important yeah, to experience. It yeah. is, it is. So, Emily, where can people find you? Online. Uh, online. Uh, my website is app.buita.com. I have a Twitter, but most of the time I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I have one, I don't use it. I'm just going to see some, some stuff. I know I need to use it because there is a lot of big community of sound designer on Twitter and there is a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I'm on Facebook, but most of the time I don't really, I don't really respond to people I don't know. So if you want to like put me on Facebook and everything, send me a message, explain me, explain to me why and who you are and stuff like this. I'm going to respond. Just send me a message. Even in Twitter, in Twitter, I didn't use a lot. You can send me a message. Mm-hmm. And my website, there is like my LinkedIn and my web, my uh, email address. So. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any final thoughts or final things you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Um, well, my piece of advice is don't be don't be like scared of of what you see. Don't don't put some shiny in your eyes. You can do it with only a computer a headphone and some basic sound you found on the uh, internet. You can do it. It's it just it needs works. And you're gonna need to work a lot. But don't be like so scared about people who have like ten thousand dollars sound design bank and everything. You can do it as you want, as your own stuff and with your own time. It's it's what I want to because it's what I needed to learn. So mm-hmm. it's what I want to explain to you. Yeah. Well, Emily, thank you so much for being with me today to talk. Uh, it's been super fun. Thank you for inviting me. It's really, really nice to talk about all this. wraps up our first episode of Bards of Gaming. Check out Emily's website at abuita.com. Music for the game Le Cas Barbara Forest is composed by Etienne Lassalle. You can find him at etiennelassalle.net. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.